0: i amy and welcome back to our podcast this week we'll be serving you a little dose of travel tips <laughs> i feel like we are
1: those travel agents in the mall that is always like flight center that's oh, always she's... trying to get you to come in
0: yeah dude they had a catchy jingle though of, like flight center I've never heard that this is not sponsored (laughs) it could be that I'm kidding yeah it could be that I feel like with podcasts that's what I always get so annoyed with is Mm -hmm. like the people are like oh but
1: it could be and I'm like I feel like it's just like the trend now and I'm like oh god
0: (laughs) surprise we're those people yeah yeah so I think like we we've traveled a lot together Mm -hmm. um we've traveled quite a bit before that too like, obviously, we're traveling on student budgets, so it's nothing aggressively luxe or anything. I but mean, I went to Europe a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. We don't We do the best we can. I think the
1: point is, is we do have tips and tricks of how to travel on low budgets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, I mean, spoiler alert, you can actually travel for pretty cheap. Yeah. Like, that's what surprised me, because growing up, like, um, just the rhetoric that was around my household was, like... Oh, you travel later in life because my parents, you know, got married, worked, had kids, and they didn't really get to travel till later, like, Mm -hmm. after we all kind of grew up and kind of moved out. Mm -hmm. But, like, in the past few years, I just had the opportunities to travel and, like, you know, we traveled for leisure and I've traveled for, like, work slash leisure. And, yeah, honestly, I was like, if you
0: do it right, you can definitely travel. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. And like, same thing, like my parents aren't big travelers or anything, like they hate long flights. My my dad especially hates heat mm-hmm. sort of thing. So like, we would never go anywhere like super tropical. And it's like, ah, oh, dude, but that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Like pay for my vacations while I'm still young. Yeah, right, please. Yeah, I know. Where have you been? What have you seen?
1: Yeah, let's do the rundown. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're on, like, the Snapchat filters of, like, it's the gossip rundown. (laughs) Um, I've been a few places. Uh, Within Canada, I obviously lived in Vancouver and, you know, spent my summers on Vancouver Island. I have Toronto, obviously. Um, I've been to LA, been to Seattle, been to New York a few times. I think Jade and I have gone to New York once every year just from Toronto. It's so cheap to
0: fly yeah. and
1: even take the bus.
0: Yeah, we had never been before we started university. And then we've literally been so many times since then. hmm Like, it's cheaper than going home, so we would go for reading week and stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like, Jade and I's most recent trip together was to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Orlando, Miami. Uh, Across the pond, I've been to, you know, London, Wales, uh, Prague, Vienna, like a few countries, which Mm -hmm. were all kind of like planned student business schoolwork trips. Mm -hmm. I can get more into it later. But yeah, I've experienced a bit of Europe, not as much as I want to. So that's definitely on the to do list next. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I definitely do have a lot of tips from traveling abroad.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. um, In addition to that, Within the States, I've been to Hawaii. I think that's, like, the only... Oh, no, no, no. Right. And then um, I, I was part of a, a group that got to, like, tour and perform for a bit, which was really nice. I got to go to California with them. And then I also went to Costa Rica and to China. Hmm. And, like, in and around mainland China. And we stopped in Hong Kong, too. Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I think we should probably start at, you know, the beginning. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you do when you're thinking of planning a trip? Like, run me down. Run yeah. me down. Run me down. Run I'm, me through it. Um I am an aggressive planner. Yeah. Like I have the Hopper app on my phone. Yes, and, download Hopper. Yeah, absolutely. Like you can literally just foresee like prices and stuff months in advance, which is really nice. Um and it allows you to see like what is the the median price or the average price of a flight there and like are you paying more or less does it expect it to go up or down before you leave like should you be booking it right now and there's also a website called nextdeparture.ca that one's a little better if you have more flexibility throughout like the year when you can travel and stuff and i'm not entirely sure on this but i believe it's a bunch of like retired flight attendant or not flight attendants uh travel agents mm-hmm. that um just like still want to find deals for people and stuff and so they find like really really low like international rates and like most of the time it'll be you can book between this period so like now through november like flights to alaska are going to be super cheap and all Mm of that yeah yeah
1: no definitely and that's what i highly recommend is like as soon as you know or as soon as you have an idea of like when you're flying just put some feelers out like start Mm -hmm. doing some research like put these into these apps, like ask around too. Um, I've never used a travel agent. I don't think I'll ever use a travel agent. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just good to kind of get an idea so you can start budgeting beforehand. Yeah. There's places, this is a very common thing too. If you notice that flights to a place are very cheap, most likely, hotels and food there are expensive. Yeah. And vice versa. Like, I had a friend, she was going to Iceland this, like, past winter break, and literally was Googling restaurants, Mm -hmm. and she was like, a bowl of soup is $30, like, 30 euros. Yeah. Which is insane to think about, but, like, at least she could prepare and budget for it.
0: Yeah, because it's, like especially from you know eastern canada like flights to iceland are so cheap mm-hmm. like they're ridiculously cheap again it'd be a thing of like it's cheaper to go to iceland than it is to fly home yeah
1: and on that note if you are planning to go to europe most times i highly recommend is see if you can do your layover in iceland because you'll mm-hmm. actually find it to be cheaper that you'll go fly into iceland and you do it connecting because mm-hmm. another thing with europe specifically once you're in Europe, it's so cheap to travel between country to country, whether it's through train or flights. Mm-hmm. So, most likely, you're going to be spending your money on the long eight hour flight just to get over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so we'll start with domestic. Mm-hmm. Um, like Jay and I mentioned, we fly a lot between Alberta and Toronto. Jay, tips and tricks of flying within Canada
0: since we've done that a lot. What have you noticed? Or even just, what have you noticed? Um, I I think it's really a thing of like, So many people get very anxious while traveling and it manifests in a lot of different ways. And I think because of that, the biggest thing to bring with you when you're traveling is empathy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jay's just trying to nail that home. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's seriously the thing of just like everybody is in a stressful situation. Like there aren't very many people who travel so frequently that they're like, yeah, I've got this. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of the times, it's a a bigger deal. And, like, even us, who are fairly confident travelers, it's, like, the only reason I'm fairly confident is because I do so much prep work to make sure that my ride Mm -hmm. is as smooth as possible.
1: Yeah. Like, I would
0: say,
1: like... I don't know. I'm kind of... I'm, like, switching gears a bit. But, like, one thing I've noticed within Canada, at least, is how expensive flights are.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I would say, um... Like if for us it's like more expensive to fly. Like when we were thinking of traveling during our winter break or fall break or whatever mm-hmm. it was, like we were debating being like, okay, like where should we go? Mm-hmm. And it was cheaper to fly down to Florida than it was to go back to Alberta. Yeah. And so you're thinking of like if you're flying across Canada, you're probably thinking a grand, mm-hmm. rough tri- like round trip, yeah, roughly.
0: And like it's also the the consideration of on the flip side. Like I remember being in Calgary, like. Flights to LA are probably cheaper than flights to Toronto Mm -hmm. at some points of the year. And so it is the weird thing of like, it's cheaper to stick to the East Coast or stick to the West Coast than it is to cross at any point.
1: Yeah. Flying to the States.
0: Flying to (laughs) the the States. States.
1: (laughs) When you're planning on flying to the States, obviously location is the first thing you'd want to do. Mm -hmm. Figure out what time of year you're flying. Yeah. Figure out where you want to go. Because, like, a great example is New Orleans in February during Mardi Gras is going to be drastically different than any other time of year mm-hmm. versus New York at Christmas Yeah. versus summer versus, like, down season. And that's even mm-hmm. a thing of, like, high and low season is a big thing.
0: Exactly. And, like, even then, uh, just because of what's going on in that city at that time, like, your high season might be something completely unexpected. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, Toronto for instance peaks around mid-September with TIFF and all of that Mm -hmm. and like literally name another city where mid-September is like a peak season Mm -hmm. you know
1: and then even then so like once you figure out your location you figure out your price when you're going hotels versus Mm Airbnb's I mean when Jade and I go to New York we look at both yeah and I think every time we've gone, we've stayed in hotels because mm-hmm. it ends up being cheaper than the Airbnbs that we're looking at. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, we have also gone during, like, fairly nice times of year, so it's easier for us to walk around. And we'll literally take, like, the half-hour walk or something instead of taking the transit, and we're saving money that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the second time that Jean and I went to New York, we went for a week. Mm-hmm. And I remember... We both, like, had a discussion and we were like, okay, so we're going to go see, or Jay was going to go see Anastasia. Mm-hmm. I was going to go see Sleep No More.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we both wanted to go see, uh, it feels so long ago.
0: Uh, we both saw Waitress.
1: Yeah, Waitress. Yeah. We saw SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then, like, at the same time, I was like, I also really want to go see this artist I love at the Bowery Ballroom, like, Gabriel yeah. Applin, And because we kind of had an idea of what we wanted to do, we were able to spread it out to be like, Mm -hmm. okay, so we arrived Sunday. So Monday we're going to go – like, Monday's a dark day for Broadway. Yeah. So we can't see any shows that day, so why don't we go do, like, the Met that day. Mm -hmm. And then the Tuesday we're going to go to this show. And then Wednesday night we're going to go to the Bowery Ballroom and go see this, like, musical artist. And, like, that way we were able to get those things done. Uh And then we planned everything else kind of around that. Yeah,
0: because we also, like – Got to see a 54 Below show and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we, especially with New York, since it's such a, a spaced out city with so many different areas, we really planned around like, okay, what area do we want to be in for this whole day? Yeah. So like the day that we went to the Bowery, we also went down and like we're around Battery Park and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I find for New York specific, very big. This is the advice I give to everyone that's going to New
1: York like itinerary is so important like figure out what you want to do and Mm -hmm. then group it by location because the first time we went to New York we for some reason thought you know the Statue of Liberty was super close to Central Park yeah and then the one friend that we were with that went to New York every year was like no that's a 40 minute subway ride
0: we're like what yeah (laughs) Uh and so
1: we like I feel like the first time we went we planned very poorly so Mm -hmm. it was a case of like we did one thing in Central Park and then had to take this 40-minute subway ride to go see Statue of Liberty and then we had to go back up for dinner mm-hmm. and it, like, it just took so much time out of our day yeah. that the second time we went, we were like, okay, we're doing Brooklyn Bridge, we're doing Wall Street, we're doing the Bull we're doing Statue of Liberty, Sand Island, like, that's all at the bottom yeah. of Manhattan, so we're going to do that in a day. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, we're going to spend it in Central Park and Times
0: Square and, like, et cetera. Yeah, and then, like, like we we covered a lot more ground that way, too, because we even, like, went to Amateur Night at the Apollo and stuff, which is up yes. in Harlem.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. And, like, uh, I have actually gone this question a lot because between people going to New York of, like, should I rent a car or, like, what should I do? My advice, don't rent a car. No. <laughs> don't rent a car. There is no point. The metro system is so good mm-hmm. that, like, you can get anywhere you need to be. And if you're renting a car, not only are you paying the money now, but, like, you will get, like, New York is meant to to get, like, landlocked Mm -hmm. because there's so much traffic and it's not big streets. Yeah. You're going to spend so much more time in traffic that it's just... You're going to wish that you just, you know, took the subway anyways.
0: Yeah. And, like, it's also... uh, I don't... I can't speak to all of the states, but at least between New York and Miami, which are, like, the biggest ones that we were driving Mm -hmm. in, there's a lot more toll routes than there are in Canada. Yeah, and and Toll routes is a big thing. Yeah. So it's, like, if you don't take the time to figure out toll routes or like mm-hmm. how to potentially avoid them and stuff beforehand. Like you can get, it, it'll cost you so much more.
1: Yeah. Which is like a perfect segue because I mean, we also, our past trip, we went to Orlando and Miami. Mm-hmm. So like, what did you find this time around?
0: Um, oh my gosh, we had no idea how to work the toll routes. We literally like threw some coins into a bucket on the side of the road and we're like, hope we paid. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like the thing was,
1: is the way we planned out our trip was we went for a week Mm -hmm. and we were like, okay, we're going to spend three days in Orlando. We're going to spend four days in Miami. Mm -hmm. So let's fly into Orlando. Um,
0: we ended up doing airbnbs yeah yeah because we found some pretty good deals yeah i think one of them was literally only like 16 bucks a night or something
1: yeah it was so good and it was super close to disney world mm-hmm. any anyways and like that's the thing that i remember we sat down and we budgeted we were like mm-hmm. okay we for sure knew that we would need to rent a car because we were planning on driving from orlando to miami but mm-hmm. we also looked at flights yeah like we did out all our options and we were like and i remember we flipped it around we were like Okay, like should we go to Miami first and then go to Orlando? But then we thought about it and we were like, you know, what we want to do in Orlando is obviously Disney World and Universal Studios. All of the big day
0: activities, yeah.
1: So it's like, why don't we just get that over with and then Miami we can just like relax. Yeah. And such, but versus the opposite, we're like Mm -hmm. so that's another thing, like keep
0: that in mind. Yeah. And we also rationalized it for the fact of like we we booked the car right when we were leaving Orlando just for the drive and then we kept it while we were in Miami because Mm -hmm. during Orlando we were going to be at Disney all day or be at Epcot all day or be at Universal all day yeah and we didn't want to pay parking yeah exactly so we're just like okay well we're staying close enough to the parks anyways we'll pay the $10 Uber ride there Mm -hmm. and then we're set yeah no exactly so like budget it all out like look
1: at all your options Mm -hmm. um yeah and that's another thing too which also kind of relates to LA too depending if you want to go to Disneyland those tickets are so expensive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so expensive and i remember you know Jay and i were having this discussion when we first decided to go to florida and we were looking at ticket prices and we actually had the conversation of like i remember saying like look if we're going to spend the money to go to florida like i i would rather pay the money mm-hmm. and go see the like go see the parks mm-hmm. because to me it just didn't make sense to spend the money and then kind of
0: half-ass it yeah and, and so, just, like, yeah. drive by Disneyland and be like, oh, there it is.
1: Yeah. And then, like, I remember we went to Miami, mm-hmm. and we did Airbnbs there, too, mm-hmm. um, which I recommend, like, talk to your friends who have gone, if you don't know anyone who's gone, like, before any location, like, research it, because, I mean, we stayed, like, downtown Miami, right? Yeah. But we spent, like, every day on South Beach. Mm-hmm.
0: So mm-hmm. it was one of those
1: things where, like, if we weren't out a lot of money, But, you know, going back, I feel like I would get an Airbnb on South Beach.
0: I actually liked where we stayed just Mm. for the fact that it was, it was maybe like a 20 minute drive to South Beach sort of Mm -hmm. thing. And we had the car anyways, which was nice. And I remember there was a big price difference between staying in South Beach and staying Mm. in Miami. So, like, I was, I was cool with where we stayed, but yeah, like we spent... 90% of Miami in South Beach, for sure. Which 100% goes back to just
1: say, like, Mm -hmm. budget
0: it out and see what you're willing to pay and and what you want to do. Yeah, like, if I think that we didn't get a car, I would have absolutely just stayed in South Beach. Mm -hmm. And that's also the type of trip that we were looking for, too. Like, Miami has a huge, like art scene as well and Mm -hmm. it has a club scene downtown and all of that and like you can go and explore the different keys and stuff on the like in the Florida Gulf and all of that Mm -hmm. um but like we were really just there to de-stress in fourth year yeah so we're like Cape beach cool (laughs) yeah and I think even like you obviously
1: can't control everything but I remember we kind of planned when we got to Miami to just spend it all on the beach and then we got there and it was raining the mm-hmm. entire time like I think we only got like four hours yeah um so that's another thing like have contingency plans mm-hmm. if you are planning to do one type of trip to be like okay like ideally I just want to lay on the beach but if it does rain like what else do you want to see and do
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah and then like I
1: guess very similar like have you been to LA yeah Yeah, like, what did you find
0: when you went to L.A.? I mean, mine was part of a a group tour thing, Mm -hmm. so it was was very structured and very regulated. Um, I do remember traffic being Mm -hmm. big, uh, and, like, I'm trying to think of what... I think that we were staying in Anaheim because we were doing, like, performances at the park and stuff, like Disneyland. Uh, VIP. Oh, yeah, it was really not that special. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so, like... It is another thing of like, there is, there's two different parks at Disneyland, similar to Disney World having four, but like, if you want to explore both, which both are really fun. So Mm -hmm. you have to look into different options, like park hopper passes and going back and Mm -hmm. forth and stuff. Yeah. You probably have a better grasp of LA than I do. Yeah. I
1: went to LA for a week with one of, I mean, other friends and uh, LA is a hundred percent the city you need to rent a car. You Mm -hmm. don't rely on transit. You need to. So budget for that immediately. And I think my friend and I were, like, looking into that. We kind of went into it knowing that we would have to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, We stayed in an Airbnb, uh, which LA, biggest recommendation, look up neighborhoods. There are some very unsafe neighborhoods in LA. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I remember we found one that was, like, a street away from Paramount Pictures. And I was showing... Um, my other friend who like his uncle has a place in Venice Beach and everything and he's like oh where are you staying and he looked at it and he goes thank god you booked it on this street because like a few more streets over and you would have been in a very dangerous part in LA mm-hmm. and like That's just something to keep in mind. And it goes for LA, but I think it goes for anywhere. Like, once Mm -hmm. again, like, nail it in. Do your research. If you don't know, like, ask around. That was my biggest thing was I was asking people who have been to LA to be, like, where did you stay? What do you recommend? Like, what places didn't feel safe? What ones did feel safe? And, like, go off that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And then kind of similar to what Jade and I with New York with LA is, like, we sat there and we're, like, okay, what do we really want to do? And, like, a lot of it was, like, we obviously want to do a Hollywood hike. We want to... You know uh, go to like an LA Kings game at Staples Center we want to go out on the town and experience like nightlife like there was so much we wanted to do so then that's how we kind of did our trip was we we're like we have a week so like let's go to Warner Brothers on Tuesday and let's go to Disneyland on this day and everything um, the one thing I do recommend which was the first time I did this was Airbnb does have a section that's like experiences mm-hmm. and Uh, my friend was like very into that so she was like looking it up and I was like very hesitant because I was like I don't know like I've I've done Airbnb a few times I don't know how I feel about like meeting up with people Mm -hmm. we did two experiences we did the Hollywood hike and then we did like a speakeasy kind of experience highly highly recommend it was so fun both times with the Hollywood hike, it was, like, this hiking group where you met up with, like, this tour guide who would take you up on this hike. And not only that, like, she would tell you the history. Mm, and, like, cool. so as you're walking up, she's telling you the history t- behind the Hollywood sign. And then she's talking about, like, um, the Griffith Observatory and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And, like, not only that, we got to meet other people. Like, there were a few girls that were from England. It was their last day. So they mm-hmm. were giving us advice. And that was, like, what was so fun about LA was the fact that, like, everyone's going to have had this experience I've talked to where like people are so friendly where like you'll just talk to someone and they'll be like what are you doing tonight like let's go out mm-hmm. or they'll text you the next day and they'll be like hey like are you still here like whatever and talking to them was how we got like all this information and even our tour guide was like you know obviously we went to LA we want to see some celebrities fingers crossed mm-hmm. which we did we actually saw Anna Faris because oh, nice. we also went like the week before the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um but she was talking about, you know, there's this, like, bar in, you know, West Hollywood that's, like, I forget. I think it's, like, Sunset something. I would have to look it up. But she's, like, so many celebrities go there because they have a no phone policy mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And so, like, she was telling us. So we took it down and, like, we went that night. And it was so cute. It was so fun. We didn't see any celebrities there. But, like, it's that whole concept of, like meeting other people and, like, getting their tips and tricks about where to go mm-hmm. was so much fun, and then we went and did the speakeasy experience, and, like, it was a girl who, you know, like, grew up in LA, so she knows all these, like, different restaurants and, mm-hmm. like, hidden places, and once again, like, met people on that, too, who were, like, one guy was, like, this is my last day in LA, I'm going to, like, San Diego or something tomorrow, and, like, mm-hmm. that's what I find is very popular, obviously, with California is, like, people like to do the different cities. Yeah. Um. But it was so fun just because, like, people are so friendly. Obviously, like, be safe. Mm-hmm. Be very safe. It's still a big city. Like, stranger danger is a thing. But, like, trust your instincts. And, like, I just, like, love that about LA. Like, it was one of those cities where, uh, I've, like, said this to a few people, but there's some cities you get the vibe, like Toronto. Toronto very much is this, where you can move and you can make friends, but to really get the real experience, you kind of have to know someone already there. hmm LA to me has always been like nope you, you can move alone you will meet people you'll have the time of your life mm-hmm. like there's always so much to do that like you'll find something to do well like in Toronto like if I didn't have friends here that already knew the city like it, it kind of felt like it was just not accessible to be like yeah. where do I go who do yeah. I hang out with like um and I feel like New York kind of have a similar vibe to Toronto like mm-hmm. you kind of need the people it's there like
0: business culture yeah yeah
1: but it's so much fun so I highly recommend like Look into those experiences and also, like, because I knew about Airbnb experiences, like, when I went to Prague and Vienna, I also looked into stuff there.
0: Um, how did you find, like, language barriers and stuff? Like, like with moving into more international travel now?
1: Oh, okay. I was like, within the States? Uh, no, no,
0: no.
1: <laughs> One last thing before we move in mm-hmm. currency. Make sure you are looking up currency conversions mm-hmm. because, Matt, air hurts when you take your Canadian money and switch it over to the American dollars. Oh, it hurts so much. Yes. But, yeah, moving on to internationally, mm-hmm. um, you were talking about kind of, like, language barriers. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you, like, I experienced it a few times when I went to Prague and Vienna.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I also know that you went to China.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, again, that was a that was a tour group. So there were times that we were able to, like, branch off on our own and stuff. And, like, a lot of the times we were in pretty touristy areas. Um, but there, the few times that we were able to just kind of, like, travel on our own and everything like I didn't find it as bad as I thought that I would Mm -hmm. which is really nice um there wasn't a lot of signage in English um like anywhere Hong Kong was a little bit better because Hong Kong had the whole British colonial rule for a hundred years um so there was there was more people that spoke English there. I also speak, like, the littlest bit of Cantonese, so that was mm-hmm. easier for me if I ever needed to just be like, hey, where's the bathroom? Yeah. And that sort of stuff. Um, but I remember we were in a mall in, like, Shanghai, and I was just trying to figure out where the bathroom was, and there was no signs anywhere, and, like, they, they don't speak Cantonese there, so I was just like, aw, oh, man. And so it is that matter of, like, walking around for a long time trying to find a place and you're Mm -hmm. just like okay yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I kind of
1: feel like I had similar experience when I went to Prague and Vienna but what I found about Europe specifically is man like I came back and I was like us Canadians who you know have to learn French in elementary school and we complain about having to learn another language have no right to speak because in Europe their people are fluent in like five to seven languages that's what blew my mind was like Going into restaurants and they would speak like German and you'd be like, sorry, and they're like, Oh, French or English or what? And like they would just like be uh-huh. able to whip it out because they have to, because a lot of Europe is touristy mm-hmm. and that's how a lot of them make their money. And they also do recognize that like the countries are so close. So you're yeah, having so it's much so travel. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, but I did find that was a thing, especially in Vienna, was the fact that like they do have the English, you know, menu available, mm-hmm. but like sometimes you, you don't want to be that tourist that walks in and it's just like, no.
0: Yeah. English, please. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it comes from, like, feeling so Western. Yeah. There mm-hmm. and being, like, I'm, I feel bad, like, when I sometimes travel about how much you see people having to accommodate for English
0: speakers. Yeah. And, like, colonialism. I know, like, absolutely. Ugh. Like, it's, I find it ridiculous to think about sometimes of just, like, how entitled I feel of, like, oh, yeah, everyone's just going to speak English there. It's Mm -hmm. totally fine. Or even if I, like, just say a few key words, they'll be able to understand me, right? And it's like, no, absolutely not. Like, they don't owe me that whatsoever. Like, how many languages would I be able to translate for somebody else? Like, why would I expect them to be able to know English?
1: No, exactly, Mm -hmm. right? Uh,
0: But, yeah, like, I, I remember a lot of instances of, like, pointing directly at a food or like at a a picture on a menu or something and it'll be like i'll have that Mm -hmm. um because like you literally don't know how else to say it Mm -hmm. um food is a really big thing though i remember when we were in costa rica one of my friends was a vegetarian and like one person figured out how to order something and so the rest of us just got that but it had like chicken in it and so like my friend was standing there and she was just like but no meat and, um, the, the lady behind the counter, she, she did speak like a little, little bit of English. She was just like, no meat. Okay. Fish. And she's like, no, 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 no fish. No fish. She's like, no fish. Beef. And, like, no, 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 no meat. No meat. And so she like, just like put like rice and vegetables on the plate and just kind of like awkwardly good. slid it over. Like, is this what you want? She's like, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing I noticed is like the kindness of strangers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, I feel like when I travel, I feel like I'm so overwhelmed that, like, I've had so many incidences where, like, like, I just relied on the kindness. like, it it almost traveling kind of brings back the hope I have in humanity. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember... Not everywhere is as bad as westernized cultures. Yes! A hundred percent. Like i remember when i came back from wales like i was like oh my god canadians have the rep of being super nice no welsh people are so nice Mm -hmm. like my friend and i got locked out of our airbnb at like two in the morning and the neighbors because our airbnb host was in bath for the weekend and we were in cardiff and so that was probably like an hour and a half two hours away and it's also middle of the night so she's not answering her phone Mm -hmm. and her neighbors were like yeah, come in, stay on the couch. Like, I'll try and contact her. Like, Mm -hmm. they were so kind and accommodating. Yeah. And then I also remember when I was in Prague, like, my third day in, my phone stopped working. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, that's another thing that's also really wild is, like, when you realize how much you actually rely on technology, especially in a foreign country, especially a foreign country that English is not their first language. And I, like, didn't know what was happening. It wasn't charging. So I had to, like, take... You know, the trolley to like the nearest mall, and they don't and in Prague or not Prague in uh, like Chexia, they don't have Apple stores, mm-hmm. they have knockoff Apple stores. <laughs> so I was like, I don't even know if it's gonna work. And so I was sitting here and I was like, oh fuck, I was like, I don't have my phone, which, like, yes, you can pull out a paper map and find your way around, but your phone with Google Maps tells you the times yeah. of transit. So, like, it's easier to figure out where you're going Mm -hmm. and I was like it also has my train tickets it has all my information it's how I contact people like I couldn't text any of my friends that were also in Prague because could not contact them. thank god I had my laptop Mm -hmm. and your time difference first of all it's eight hours like Mm -hmm. I remember waking my parents up and being like what do I do and they were like go find a place and I remember I walked into this like knockoff Apple store and this man walks up to me in the nicest like voice ever and starts speaking French to me. Another reason I'm like, okay, wow, another language, but I'm like, no, sorry, English. And so I was like communicating with him and he like took my phone and he's like, well, I'll try charging it. Like just sit down and wait. And at this point I'm like, how much money do I have? I'm probably gonna have to buy another iPhone. I can't believe I'm spending this much money. Like all this stuff's going through my mind, ma- going through my mind And then he comes back 20 minutes later and he's like, it's not charging. And that I was like, oh, like I was like, so like scared. I was like, I don't know. Like my life was like flashing before my eyes. Mm -hmm. And he goes, sees that on my face. And he goes, let me try one more thing. And he goes into the back room, which the door opens. And it's their kind of like repair shop I see. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here and I'm like mentally trying to calculate, okay, I have this much Canadian dollars in my bank account. What does that translate over to crown um, like, well, I have enough b- money to buy this phone, mm-hmm. and eventually comes back out, and he's like, "It's working," <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "You just need a <laughs> look." He looks at me. And he goes, "You just need a stronger charger."
0: Oh yeah. Which is a lie.
1: I I'm still convinced to this day it's a lie. Uh huh. I think he changed my battery and felt so poor, like like felt so bad for me that he's like this poor girl, like let's just change her battery. Um, and then tell her that she has to buy this, like, $30 thing, mm-hmm. whatever, so she doesn't whatever. And he literally just came back. He's like, here, it's charging. Here's a bottle of water. You can stay here for as long as you need. Um, And if you want, you can buy the charger. And I was like, yes, please. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, just in my mind, I was like, I'm convinced that it wasn't just the charger. Um, Quick advice, though. adapters. Yeah. Yeah, your adapters. Also, because um, I think the issue was, most countries don't have surge protection Mm -hmm. that apparently is a thing in in North America that Mm -hmm. like in our cables that they have something that like stops your devices from overloading ChexU does not have that Mm -hmm. that's what happened to my phone I think it destroyed my battery yeah but yeah point being long story kindness of strangers holy crap it's what got me through so much
0: Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm yeah yeah and like that's that's such a common thing too with like surge protectors and like different culture and like different countries just have different voltage on their products yes. and all of that. Cause like I've had friends blow hair dryers or mm-hmm. curling irons or stuff too. And it's like, Oh man, <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. right. Your Especially like, like, cause when I was touring and performing, like we needed to have curly hair. So everyone would be there and just like, okay, well, uh, who doesn't have a dead curling iron head?
1: <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So make sure not only are you doing your currency exchange, make sure you're looking at, you know, how do
0: you plug-ins and everything work <laughs> Electricity there. Electricity exchange, too. Woo. Yeah. 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 There's so much. International. Uh-huh. I mean, how do you deal with the long flights? Um, I am a strong aisle seat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I also have like the bladder of a squirrel, so I kind of need to be a strong aisle seat. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the the one unfortunate flight to China where it because it's a huge international flight, it was one of the bigger planes where you had like three rows on the side of the plane and then five seats in the middle and then three seats on the other side as well. And guess who was in the middle of the middle in oh, that five no. section? It was me. I oh geez it was so horrendous and of course like it's a it's a big group booking so I didn't get to pick my seats or anything so I was just sitting there the entire time and I was just like god I hope that I like two of you on either side of me stay awake so I can pee every like two hours Mm -hmm. yeah but man that was rough oh my god how did you do with like jet lag um I'm, I'm pretty good at forcing myself to stay awake for that night. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I acclimate pretty quickly. I actually have a harder time with jet like, coming back from a place oh, than really? I do going to somewhere. Interesting. I have like yeah. the opposite. Really?
1: Yeah. Mm. I have, um, I was told this by a professor really early on and I tested it out and it worked for me. So if you live by this rule or you agree with this rule or even disagree, send us a DM. Um, he was talking because uh, he's the professor I went to, you know, London and Wales and Prague and everything with. And he looked at me when we were like booking flights, and he's like, "Okay, so the flights usually on average eight hours to Europe." He goes, "Don't buy a red eye. Mm-hmm. Never ever in your life get a red eye if you have the option to fly during the day." And I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, they make so much more sense because, I mean." eight hours and you're going to deal with jet lag. So just sleep on the plane. And he goes, no, 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 no. He's like, see, that's the trick of it is the fact that because it's overnight, you think that you're just going to be able to sleep the entire time. And then mm-hmm. you're going to arrive in the morning and you're going to be well west. You're going to be well rested and you're ready to live your life. That never happens because realistically, like looking back on flights, especially long ones, how often do you actually get a good night's sleep?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I feel like rare. And then if you're doing a red eye you get there you missed out a whole night now you're dealing with time change now you have to stay up an entire day Mm -hmm. it's just it's not good for anyone and so I tested it in like float like flu I tested it flew during the day and it's so much better because you're flying the whole eight hours you more realistically have to probably stay up for a few more hours like
0: just for an evening yeah and then go to sleep Mm mm-hmm
1: Better, Honestly, like, I was amazed at the difference I was between, Mm -hmm. like, red eyes and during the days. So now if I have the chance and it's not so much, like, it's not too much more expensive, Mm -hmm. I'd never fly red eyes.
0: See, that's curious because it's, like, I... Because I I actually actively avoid sleeping on planes at any cost. Mm. Like, I don't usually get tired on planes in the first place, which is makes me the ideal aisle seat candidate. Mm-hmm. I won't fall asleep if you have to pee, so just let me have the fucking aisle seat. Yeah. <laughs> um, justice for Jade. Seriously, justice for Jade's bladder. <laughs> um, so, like, I will actively chug three shots of espresso immediately before getting on a flight. That's probably also why I have to pee so much. Yeah, oh, that's probably <laughs> it. Then we yeah. figured it out. Yeah. No, but seriously, the people at Starbucks would look at me and like, Three and I'm like yeah three and she's like okay cool make it four now Uh (laughs) you ask again it's five Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I think the one last thing that comes to mind too and uh, Jade's about to laugh yeah when you're booking your flight she already knows when you're booking your flight and you are not a morning person take that into account (laughs) make sure you book your flight for a reasonable amount of time that you know by the time your flight leaves allocate for the two hours or however long before that you will need to be at the airport and then Mm -hmm. allocate for the travel time to the airport Mm -hmm. and allocate for the time you wake up and get ready. The reason I'm being so specific (laughs) on this because this honestly is common sense. Yeah. I don't feel like I need to repeat it, but I will repeat it because we learned our lesson in New York City.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like, we also could have just not been ridiculous and stayed up until two in the morning when we knew we had to leave for the airport at six the next day. Yes. But... We were ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Jade, you want to tell the story?
0: Yeah, so basically, we just had our super fun week in New York. It was great. The trip had gone, like, really, really well at that point. Or at least I think it did. No, it did, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and then uh, it was the last night, and we we're just like, let's make something special. So we were just, like, walking around Times Square and Schubert Alley and all of that stuff. And then, so we get back to our hotel room at 2 in the morning, and, like, we set our alarms and everything, and I think our flight was at eight. Yeah, which means that we needed to be at the airport at six.
1: Yeah, and keep in mind we were staying
0: at a hotel literally right off Times Square. We yeah. had to fly out of Laguardia Airport, which yeah. is in in Queens. Queens. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so yeah, like we were literally across from the Richard Rogers Theater or whatever it's called, the one where Hamilton is. Yeah. Yeah. Um and uh so I remember. Actually, yeah. So our first alarm was literally set for four in the morning. So we were looking at two hours of sleep here and we're just like, yeah, like we're both pretty confident that like we'll wake up and stuff. And I'm a multi alarm person. So mm-hmm. we had a four, a four fifteen, and a four thirty yeah. going. And this was also on Sunday. Keep mm-hmm. in mind, we
1: had to be back at school the next day on the Monday. Like we yeah. didn't allocate for that day of rest, which I now do. Mm-hmm. I realize how important that is, mm-hmm. but yes, keep going.
0: Yeah. And like, thank God we had packed the night before because literally at like seven, I wake up and I'm just like, oh my God, Amy. And she instantly knew without even looking at the time of like, we're about to miss our flight here. So we grab all of our stuff, run downstairs to the lobby, like check out as fast as possible. And like, thank God they had a car service. So Mm -hmm. there was already a car waiting outside that we could just take. And like, Threw our bags in, and we're just like, so we're kind of in a rush. (laughs) And we just started like driving to the airport, and we have never been in a more silent car ride. Like, both of us were so anxious, and literally, my internal monologue was just like, yo, if this goes really badly, this could make or break our friendship right now. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to be so gentle with each other with how anxious we both were.
1: And the worst part, too, was like, I know we haven't mentioned this, but obviously, like, when you're traveling to an out of country place, Look into data plans. Yeah. Because that's a big thing because, you know, look at your, your travel, not your travel, look at your cell phone plan because Mm -hmm. I'm a TELUS and I'm very lucky that I can use, you know, data in the States for $7 a day and then in Mm -hmm. Europe for $11 a day. But most places don't have that. So look into that. But it's one of those things where we were in the car and he asked us, he's like, what gate? And I didn't have data at the time. Yeah. And I was like or I didn't have Wi-Fi. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I have to turn on my data. I'm going to get so much fucking charges to my phone bill right now. Yeah. But we need to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go on.
0: Yeah. And like, okay, like, props to this guy for getting us there really fast. But he really did stop and ask us, do you want to take the faster route or the scenic route? Mm -hmm. And we're like, take the fast one, dude. (laughs) Um, so we get to LaGuardia at like, so realistically, we could have made our flight had we not had check-in luggage. And we
1: were lucky though because mm-hmm. we just had the right amount of American cash to pay yeah. for this cab ride. Yeah. Like just the amount. I feel so bad. We did not tip him. Please we got, tip like, your bartender servers yeah. and cab drivers.
0: But oh my gosh. We literally had $3 in addition to the the fare of it. Yeah. So you got a, you got a really dinky $3 tip. I'm so but sorry. But it was literally every single dollar bill that we had left. If you're
1: listening to this cab driver and this rings
0: a bell, send us a DM. We will send you a e-transfer. Yeah, yeah, I'll tip you right now. Yeah. Um, so we literally, like, threw our cash at him and then ran in. And uh, the lady at the WestJet counter sees us running and she's like, are y'all on the 8 o'clock flight? And we're like, yeah. She's like, you're not going to make it. Come over here. And we're yeah. like, okay. So we're, like, walking over the counter with our, like, uh, tail between our legs is that the expression yeah yeah. like very lost puppy-ish and she's just like so I have, a, I have a 1 o'clock flight if you want to just wait around for that. And we're like, oh my god. And that was after, like, I'd say, like, 10 or 15 minutes of her just, like, checking, though. Yeah. Like, it was,
1: like, 10, 15 minutes of us being like, I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. Like, she's, like, her name's Tracy from WestJet. She is from our savior. Absolutely. I never leave reviews. I left a review on the WestJet fan yeah. page. It was like, <laughs> holla, holla, give Tracy more dollars. Like, like, literally. <laughs> give her a raise. <laughs> she saved uh-huh. us, she yeah. She really did.
0: She really did. Because even I
1: think at that point, when she even brought it up, we were like, okay, it's gonna be one one person, one of us is gonna have to uh-huh. stay like it's sorry you got voted off the island. Know, like,
0: like well we were even plotting it out of just like okay, like we both have classes tomorrow but realistically like my first important important class is on Tuesday so like I could stay behind for a day or you were just like, okay, like I have a Monday night class that I should be at, but it's okay if we can't make it yeah mm-hmm. and uh, no Tracy got us both in. And she got us, like, seats together, yeah. you know, which was super nice. She
1: was a homie. She, she was, really like, was. for no added charge. Uh-huh. We Uh-huh. It was our mistake. We were yeah. the stupid ones. And yeah. she was, like, so chill. She's like, no, I'm your fairy godmother mm-hmm. today. And, mm-hmm. like, to the point that, like, this was, like, three, four years ago. And mm-hmm. Jade and I still remember her. Tracy from WestJet. Yeah.
0: Um... So then we were so, so much more calm after. We went through security and stuff. We walked by the gate of the plane that we were supposed to be mm-hmm. on. And like, literally, like, we still had probably 10 minutes or something. We would have made it. Like, it was we the fact have of our we luggage went check baggage, yeah. yeah. And then our flight kept getting delayed, which was like, we probably spent the entire day at the airport. But you know what? We were so calm. We were so chill. The memes were so good. We had breakfast. Yeah. That was so nice. We like mm-hmm. sat down
1: and then like... I was pulling up photos from our trip where, like, you know when you're taking, like, the burst of photos and you get the weird faces? <laughs> yeah. I, like, posted one of Jade being, like, when you miss your flight in New York and then mine and I'm, like, and the cab driver asks you want to take the scenic yeah. route and, like, people were <sighs> loving
0: it. People found it so funny that we missed our flight. I know. I know. It's just, like, of course that would happen to us. But yeah. But, yeah.
1: It's a good
0: story, you now. God bless Tracy. Yes. Um, so,
1: learn your lesson. hmm Allocate and be realistic with, you know... If you're a morning person or not. hmm Yeah.
0: Boy, howdy.
1: Dang. So I feel like that's a little bit of our tips and tricks. I hope y'all learned a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we could always go on more if this is something that interests people. Mm-hmm. We could dive into more, you know, of our travel stories if people are more interested with that because who loves a good laugh? Or mm-hmm. if you want to do more tricks and tips orientated, we can definitely do a whole thing on that one as well. Yeah. I'm
0: a packing master. <laughs> yes jade is
1: jade very much is i'm very much like i pack you know the morning of
0: no nah, man <laughs> there were times where as a, a kid that i would literally like have everything packed a week before and just be ready to go for an entire week mm-hmm. <laughs> dang good for you i <laughs> wish i i need to adopt that a lot more but mm-hmm. yeah i just want to hop on a plane now not yeah. going to but i want to no i get that yeah
1: yeah well here's to hopefully being able to travel internationally sooner than later safely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh if you have any you know travel tricks or if you try out any of the ones that we have shared and you found it really worked like send us a dm Mm
0: -hmm.
1: also send us like photos yeah and videos like we are in our wanderlust mood right now so come on send it to us
0: also if you know any of those like great non-mainstream travel destinations Mm -hmm. like hit us up with those yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. okay see you next week bye